0: Double up. Three or four times I ain't telling no lies, I just run it up. Never let a hard time overwise. Watch you double double, double up. I ain't telling no lies, I just Yeah. I ain't telling no lies, I just uh, What's going on world? Welcome to the Double Up Podcast. I'm your host, Double Up, here to connect perspectives, here to get some mutual understanding. Um, today it's a bit of a more somber day. Um, I was thinking about going a whole different way with the podcast, but uh, as y'all know, we lost, we lost one of the goats, man. We lost Kobe Bean Bryant, um, it's his daughter Gigi as well, along with the other families that went in that helicopter and uh just all of the love that i saw being poured out to that family to uh, the community to the people that I were fans of kobe it really resonated with me because as you can see i've always been a kobe fan uh, I always thought that mamba mentality was something that we all need to embody in some shape or fashion in what we do in our life and the more i think about it and the more I get upset and want to feel like, man, this this wasn't supposed to happen, the more I'm reminded about the impact of death itself. Um, a lot of y'all may know, people who really know me know, I was really, really tapped in with Nipsey Hussle. Like, that was one of my favorite artists. I felt like he was on his way to becoming one of those GOATs like Pog and Biggie, and who, who, who knows what was In the path for Nip, but when he when he died last year, it was like it was a wake up call because it was a kind of a call to action. Not necessarily that you needed to hurry up and get things done, but that we needed to be productive. We needed to be intentional, and we needed to design our lives a certain way, or we gonna end up being manipulated by the rest of the system. Nip was somebody that held down this community. Somebody that Uh, was passionate about his music and put the truth in it (laughs) and it was it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way sometimes like you can have an opinion that is grounded in truth and and positivity but comes out in realness and saying what happens in the streets and people take that as promoting a certain gang culture or whatnot but really a storytelling is telling uh, where you come from and how you can change your environment, how you can change your situation. So, listening to Nick, one thing he always talked about was how the marathon continues. You know, how we all have ideas, we all have visions, and we sit back sometimes and think it's too grand because we put a certain amount of time on it. And we, don't have any way to understand of understanding when it's gonna be our time to go, but I believe we should plan as if we'll be here forever. now we we humans, so obviously we're not going to be here forever. But I think what what Nick was doing was establishing a mantra and a way of living and a way of thinking. What's gonna be here when I leave? What legacy, what Am I going to be able to pass down to my children? And not in a way that I'm just trying to stack up some bread. I'm trying to save all these assets. Um, Frivolously, it was with purpose. Like, not only am I going to stack up and keep all money in and build some ownership with what I'm doing, but I'm going to show other artists how to do it. I'm going to show my family how to do it. And when, when Nip passed away, or when he was murdered, because that's what it was, he was murdered, um, I kind of felt like that wasn't supposed to happen. Like, it wasn't his time. He had so much more to do. Not really understanding and appreciating in a moment how much he'd already done. It's like the selfish part of me wanting more music, I wanted more uh, clothing, I wanted more just, a nip. I wanted more of that information and that wisdom that he was giving us. But when you think about it, we was kind of taking some of that for granted. You know, like his past interviews. It was a lot of gems and it. it was a lot of information about how to change your circumstances, how to keep a vertical, a fully vertical, integrated system so that your business is handling your music, handling your marketing, handling your publishing, handling your All this is being managed by one organization, All Money In. So once you stop the mindset, I just need a record deal, I need to sign this deal, and then I get a big bag of money and change my life, and you got the perspective of I need to build, I need to have something that's going to be in my family, within my community once I'm gone. Because once we leave this earth, you have no say. You, have, you write a will, but even people's wills get manipulated and lawyers twist and turn. And what you said doesn't always play out. So you have to leave things in place that can't be manipulated or changed by man. And the most important thing that you can leave people that he spoke on is inspiration. And that sense of inspiration, that's what we got from Kobe. Like a lot of us didn't know Kobe personally. Like I really, my, my heart goes out to his family and his loved ones and the people who knew him personally, but that wasn't 99% of us. But we felt like we really knew Kobe because of the inspiration he provided for us. And so when when, when Nip was killed and his funeral service was streamed and I was watching, I was just listening to what his mother was saying. and. She is a very spiritual lady like you got to really tap into some African history to understand a lot of what she was talking about but the whole concept is that energy lives forever and Everybody don't get into that. I'm not here to make you feel like you need to understand astrology or understand Spirituality and understand that history but one thing that's for sure is that we know energy exists right we know energy exists and one thing we also respect is scientific law so if one of the scientific laws says that energy cannot be created or destroyed it can only be transferred what does that really mean like how do we tap in to that sense of understanding and the answer is we really can't now we really can't understand what we don't know, what we don't see, what we don't hear. There's real information you could dive into, do your research and learn about how we're only able to see a certain spectrum of light, how we're only able to hear a certain frequency. But that doesn't mean that these things aren't around us. And I'm not trying to get all extra on you, I'm trying to give you the real information. And I say that to say, the things that people like Kobe, people like Nip. The things that they established and what they created it can never be destroyed like think about it so nip gave us all this music he gave us a, the marathon continues mantra he gave us a, a sense of self-love and making sure that the black community knew how to empower ourselves and kobe he gave us a sense of inspiration that mamba mentality that's a real mantra you know He built the Mamba Sports Academies. So these are facilities that he owns that are in his name and his family forever that train people with that same Mamba mentality. So you're building, literally building up other versions of yourself. Lil Kobe's (laughs) and all of us through this Mamba Sports Academy. He put out books. The Mamba Mentality. I'm going to tap in. I ain't ready yet. But I've seen some excerpts. And when you think about what reading does and reading reprograms you and it makes you say, okay, what I previously understood, I'm learning from a new source that I trust, Kobe. <laughs> Kobe giving me this information, so I'm going to take it a little different than if I just heard it in class or if I just heard it from somebody in my family. Like I see how Kobe applies it. You got to lead by demonstration with everything. You know? And another thing he left us was that since the transition... athlete Making sure that he knows that you will be great at what you do. You stay dedicated. You work hard You put in the work that people aren't willing to put in but you take that same attention to detail and Apply it to your next phase of life You know Kobe was thinking about delivering content and uh, writing books and Putting out movies and even his short story, the first short story he wrote, Dear Basketball, he won an Oscar. The man won an Oscar, an Academy Award in his transition. So think about that. If you transition from doing sports at the highest level and being recognized as one of the greatest to ever do it. And the first, the first real project you put out post playing basketball, not only is it highly respected, it gets the highest recognition in the land because of that attention to detail and no, no pun intended, he wrote a series called Detail for ESPN. Got a player breaking down play by play his understanding of the game and giving fans and giving analysts more insight into that Mamba mentality. And that was something that he sold to ESPN through his production company. So he owns that. That can never be taken away. I sat back and watched um, Muse, his documentary that came out on Showtime, and that just really dives into his uh, rehab when he tore his Achilles and People thought it was over and there was no way he was coming back. And he was talking about how he stayed motivated. He was talking about how Everyone counted him out, and it was a time when he counted himself out, and he had to check himself and ask himself, "Do I really believe in what I be putting out to everybody else?" All right, this is just another opportunity to show that I mean what I say. And that documentary, that documentary is owned by Kobe Inc., his production company. So every time, if you want to support Kobe, you got <laughs> books that you can buy. You got. Documentaries you can see. You have uh, facilities you can go and attend. And all of this is building wealth in his family, but also spreading that energy that's never going to die. It's like he's still with us. You know, it's like you got grandparents or loved ones that you know you ain't talked to in a minute, who you should be talking to on the daily, but you feel them. You don't got to talk to them all the time because you feel them. Like, I be in the kitchen sometimes, and I be like, ah, man, I'm going to just go ahead and take a little, uh, I ain't going to throw all of the dishes in the dishwasher. I'm just going to wash a couple, put a couple spoons in the sink, and then put a couple forks here. And I'm thinking in my head, I can hear my grandma like, boy, if you don't wash all them dishes, smack fire about you. <laughs> and like, she don't got to beat her. Because it's certain principles, certain morals, certain ways of handling yourself, <laughs> handling business that she instilled in me. So even when she's not here, even when I don't call, if I haven't talked to her, her energy is with me. And that's the same That's the same way I feel about Nick. That's the same way I feel about Kobe. It's like we give death a lot of attention because we have a sense of understanding as as man and woman of how long we are supposed to be here, what's a meaningful life, what's a meaningful le- length of time. When we have people who are great at what they did, whether it be sports or music or just great in business, these people are still alive. And <laughs> to be real, they don't always get the flowers they deserve. I think this was a catalyst for us to start to give people the flowers that they deserve because we see how fleeting life can be. But to be honest, I don't think people care the same or have that same level of empathy, that real connection with a person once they've gotten into the later phases of their lives. That's just being real. We need to do a better job of making sure that older generation, the ones who really, really paved the way that we continue to honor them, and we don't... Oh man, are you still alive? I'm surprised he ain't dead. Oh, dang, I ain't even no dude still out here doing stuff. Because you're not invested. Once he stopped playing on the field, or once they stopped putting out albums, or once they stopped being on TV, you no longer cared about that person. Even though they put out great works, they gave the universe so many things that we took as inspiration but then appreciate the people throughout their lives. So we gotta we gotta understand how we look at life is not the same way God looks at life. We look at a hundred year lifespan as, oh my God, you got in so much time. That's nothing, that's nothing to the Lord. We're talking about the creator, the person who, who created this whole universe. And I'm a spiritual person, I, I believe in God, so I'm always gonna speak from that perspective. But even if you don't believe in God, You know how long the earth's been here, a hundred years is nothing. So stop giving a stock and putting so much value into how many years a person walked on this earth and continue to give the value to the legacy that they leave. To the real information, the assets, the inspiration that they leave. Because that is what matters, that's what's forever. I don't want to die young. I don't even speak on it. They said uh, Kobe. They said Kobe spoke on dying young and wanting to be immortalized, and it's it's some truth to that. Because if you think about it, when people live long lives, their impact ebbs and flows. It has like a roller coaster effect. It's a time when they was leading the crowd and everybody supported them. Everybody was following them, and then a little later in life, he was like, I don't really rock with dude like that. You know, you die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. That's what Ho said, that's that's the truth. And we look at examples, look at people like Al Sharpton, who was once highly respected by the black community, and everyone felt like he was a voice for us. And as time went on and as capitalism started to take his place, people started looking at Al a little sideways like, I don't know, G. And when Al passes away, are we going to look at it like we want to appreciate all of that work he put in back in the 70s and the 80s because later in life, we lost that empathy for him. We lost, or he lost, that empathy for us as well. So how valuable is having that much time on earth if it starts to taint your legacy? And how valuable is your time on earth if you're too... Tired. You don't have the energy. You don't have the mental capacity to continue to add value to the ecosystem. Now, like once you're just old and just getting uh, praise everywhere you go, but you, you don't really give anything other than your money, which can be given post-mortem through your will, what value do you have on earth? You got to think about that. To me, the value you have on earth is loving your family and being there to support them. Because once you get up in age what you do for the world that don't really matter. To, it don't matter for real. Once you get older and you get closer to to death, you think about family, you think about your loved ones and why you think your grandma your great grandma can't wait to see them grandbabies because that's what matters. They're not trying to save the world no more. they're not marching. You know, like, they probably still care about those things, but the time that you spend on this earth, it has moments when you're really thinking about that global impact, and then there's times where you're thinking about the family unit. And to me, the family unit is what leads to making changes in communities and making changes in nations and making changes in the world but that's not your focus all the time. You got a phase of life where you're really selfish. You're just thinking about, how am I gonna get my, my shit together? I need to get my life under control. Then I can add value to the family. Then I can add value to the community. Some of us dream too big, too quickly before we've taken care of ourselves. We try to be everything for the world and be everything for everybody but we haven't poured into ourselves. We haven't established our foundation, our morals, our spiritual nature, our physical health, our mental health. We haven't tapped in on that level. So the dreams that we have can be manifested in the way that they're supposed to be. But we have time. That's why we keep that marathon continues mentality because it's not about the time that we have physically on earth. It's the time that our legacy, our energy, our inspiration will live on. That's the marathon that's going to continue. And that's the mentality. That's the mamba mentality we got to approach each day with. It's hard work. It's perseverance. It's it's knowing that staying righteous and, and doing the things that seem hard, but really. Actually, I ain't going to say they seem hard. Doing the things that are hard. But are worth much more than an easy way out. That's what we got to stay on. That's what I'm going to stay on. Like in memory of Nip and in memory of Kobe. I can't do nothing but continue the marathon and continue the mentality. I got family. I got a lady. I got young brothers and, and, and kids one day that I want to live, leave a legacy for. And I want to leave uh just a sense of inspiration for in 120 years you know because i'm gonna live forever that's my that's my way of thinking that's that's why i'm all about health as well that's why i talk about alkaline activated and taking care of your diet the same way as you take care of your mental well-being like it's a lot of smart people learning tap in learn more than just uh, what's going to make you feel like the smartest person in the room People like, like Kobe was never worried about being the smartest in the room. He was okay with being not as intelligent in certain areas. Because I'm about to pick your brain apart. I'm about to make you show me everything that you know. And then I'm going to take that game and I'm going to put it on my platform that I've established through my hard work. And take it ten times higher than you ever thought of. So apply that same mentality to your sense of self-love and you have to stay detail oriented, you have to stay focused on what am I really gonna leave? what assets, what what books, what content, what information what love am I gonna leave for the people that's, that's, that's coming after me Cause that's all that matters. So as sad as I was when I heard the news about Kobe, because man, that was my dog. I love Kobe, man. I argued for days with people. Uh, besides I was, I know that his purpose here on Earth was fulfilled. There's no way you could look at Kobe's life and <laughs> and be surprised that God was like, yeah, that's a job well done. You served me, you served me and I need you and Gigi to come home. You lived the dream of being a great father. Pass away being a great father. And we all gonna continue to carry the torch. As you see, i to be passing it off to LeBron in the picture. Like <laughs> so, we gonna get that ship this year for the mama, man. And I encourage everybody to... Continue to stay on your marathon, stay passionate about what you do, stay detail-oriented, work hard, and you're going to get everything you deserve. That's all I got for y'all today, man. Uh, sponsored today by Real is Rare. Merchandise is available. Hit up the website, uh, Um Also... I put a little bit into the ecosystem last podcast, so y'all know we will be having our launch party uh, here in Phoenix. It's gonna be going down, thinking mid March right now. But I'm gonna get some more details soon. That really is where launch party is going crazy, man. I, I Hold on, now, I gotta show y'all this. Like, this boy just, just, just came up with another one of the. The, the, the fresh jackets for you. So whatever you need, man. The merch is available, you feel me? Uh, shout out to my dog, T. Spit. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Um, shout out to all the listeners on the podcast today. Tell a friend to tell a friend and tap in. Until the next time, double up.